great to be with you. Great to be here and uh, to be talking with you this morning. We had a holiday last week, our first trip out since Jackie stopped shielding our first major trip out. And uh, we went to Devon, to Brixham in Devon. And of course, it's still COVID regulations. And this was a bit of a shock to us to stop in the motorway service area and uh, to negotiate motorway services. I don't know if you've done that since uh, all these regulations came into place, but it was quite tricky getting to the toilets, which for me, of course, was um, a bit of a problem. I wanted to get there quicker than most, and um, it was a bit tricky. And then when we got to Brixham, every day, you know, I went out to get my newspaper, uh, taking a walk down past the harbour into town. Well, often uh, it will be what we call inclement weather. Um, but when we got to the co-op, when I got to the co-op, there would be people coming to the co-op from all over the town. And as we approached the co-op, we put our masks on. And as we left the co-op, we'd take our masks off. And so if you stood there for any length of time, you'd see people coming in and putting their masks on and going out, taking their masks off in a continuous stream of mask on, mask off, mask on, mask off. And it was fascinating. Jackie made me a mask. Here's my mask. I'll just put it on for you. Um, I tend to block my eyes out first and then pull it down like this. There you go. So this was me on holiday for a lot of the time and people all around me looking the same. It's quite weird when you think about it, isn't it? It's quite weird, but it, it is something that everyone's doing because we're all a bit fearful of this COVID-19 bug that will, could be fatal to us. And there's this big problem. Nobody has a cure yet. No one in all our vaunted scientific age, no one has yet got the cure. I'm sure they will. And I'm sure there are many people working very hard to discover how to handle this. But of course, at the moment, we're a little bit fearful. At the moment, we want to take these restrictions seriously in order to defeat the bug. So I just thought about this for a while because today we're looking at the good news of healing that Jesus brings us. And I've always enjoyed the story of the woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years and Jesus healed her. You know, there's many stories of Jesus's healing in the Bible, how he did it and did it in different ways. Everyone seems to be different. There's no pattern to it uh, at all. And this one, I just want to read to you to remind you if you already know this story. Uh, and for those of you who don't, this could be, <laughs> this could be quite exciting uh, to hear this for the first time. There was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years. And though she'd spent all her living on physicians, 
she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind Jesus and touched the fringe of his garment and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, who is it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, someone touch me for I perceive power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she'd been immediately healed. And Jesus said to her daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Well, after 12 years, I should imagine she did go in peace and rejoicing and having her life amazingly changed through the intervention of Jesus, the Son of God. And when you think about it, it's not surprising, is it, that people rushed to Jesus for healing. There was no NHS in those days. No one had thought of an NHS. There was no cure. She tried everyone and everything. I can imagine, can't you, the sorts of weird and wonderful things that through the years she tried on the suggestion of various people. Anything to deal with this. And she'd come to the end of her tether, really, and nothing had worked. And when she knew Jesus was coming near, she crashed through every barrier put in her way. Every cultural barrier on the place of women, every social barrier, every religious barrier, because, of course, she was unclean and in a permanently unclean state religiously and anyone she touched she would make unclean and so she knew that to push her way through this crowd would be ceremonially a disaster for all the people there but she did and she reached Jesus and he healed her now, presumably in that crowd, there were many others who were hoping, looking for, maybe even expecting to be healed. I expect so. The statistical likelihood is very high that there were others also seeking Jesus and his healing touch. But her faith pushed her through all the barriers to reaching and touching Jesus. And Jesus commended her for it. But what was her faith? That Jesus could heal her, yes. Why? Well, because she believed. She believed he had the power to do this. She must have believed that this was the Messiah come to earth. She had faith on who Jesus was and who Jesus is.
now come into the 21st century and in many ways things are similar lots has changed in terms of our knowledge in terms of our healing ability doctors understand more scientists understand more and are able to cure many things that people in jesus time would have found incurable we're able to rely on an nhs as we have been through the previous months this year we've been relying on what people understand and what people know but it may be that even that is not sufficient it may be that even that leaves us wanting a miracle the intervention of the supernatural god into our lives now there are many people who proclaim different ways of praying for healing there are many ways that people set up systems almost of prayer for healing this is how you do it this is what you must do this is what you must say or else jesus won't respond i tell you in the bible jesus responded in all sorts of different ways you can't pin down this to a process you can't make a miracle happen you can't twist god's arm for a miracle but miracles do happen because god in his mercy and his grace intervenes into our world you see when jesus died on the cross he also rose again and became the firstborn the bible tells us the firstborn of a new generation of people who know god through jesus the firstborn who went into glory who ascended into heaven and one day will come again and there'll be a new heaven and a new earth and revelation tells us that in it there'll be no more crying no more sickness no more death it'll be a perfect place and our bodies will be perfected not to cause us problems again that is our future if we're christians if we're believers we hold fast to that future we hang on to that as our future but the joy of knowing jesus is also to know that he sort of parts the curtain on that future sometimes and just reaches through into the present to bring the future into the present we call it a miracle because we can't understand maybe the process in which it happens it's beyond our understanding but it happens you know i've prayed for many people through the years and i've seen things healed from headaches through to bigger things and if you listen to christians around the nation and around the world you'll hear stories of people who have had this touch from jesus this amazing miracle intervention the future into the present because the power of the cross has changed everything and he is a miracle worker today as he was when he was on earth 2000 years ago he is the same miracle worker and it's the same you can't pin 
him down to a methodology or a way of praying. We just reach out to him and we ask. We say, Lord, please bring your healing power to me. And it's a mystery to us why some people do receive that power from God in that moment and others don't. Well, it's a mystery. We must work beyond. We must go beyond it. Don't let that mystery become a stumbling block to you. Don't let that lack of understanding of God's ways and God's purposes in the long term cause you to lose faith in the short term. God is sovereign, but he's also a loving and merciful God who does reach forward into our lives. As we think about our future, our certain inheritance, our future in this new heaven and this new earth with all the goodness that that promises, with all the perfection that that promises, let's never forget that in this age in which we live, the two ages of the future and the present overlap. In the power of God, he brings this overlap. And he reaches out to us and does miracles. He does miracles amongst us. From a headache that suddenly just goes. Maybe it's a limb or an ankle or something in your body troubling you. Ask God. Ask him today. Maybe it's something serious. Ask God. Ask him today. He's a miracle worker. The cross of Jesus Christ and his resurrection has made possible God's intervention in your life today. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that exciting? So don't think that you can follow some formula of prayer, some formula of some sort just come to the lord with your heart and your mind and say lord heal me and if that happens to you we'd love to hear about it let us know won't you that you've been healed amen